story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G. Hello, everybody. Mama G here. And you have found yourself listening to the Storytime with Mama G podcast, you lucky, lucky things. Now, if you listened to the podcast last week, you may recall that we celebrated the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. And I said that this week's episode would also celebrate a 50th anniversary. And I wasn't lying, my darlings. The 50th anniversary that we are celebrating this week is of the moon landings, which obviously also happened in 1969. So this story is also space-themed. Now, the Summer Reading Challenge theme this year was Space Chase. And I went all over the country to lots and lots of libraries doing story times on a space theme. So some of you listening may well have seen me tell this story already. This story is about a very special real-life person who was the first lady ever to go into space. So sit back, relax, and buckle up for the story of Valentina Tereshkova. No, there are no aliens in this one, actually. What do you want to be when you grow up? Well, do you know what? You can be anything. You can be a sailor. You can be a nurse. You can be a romance novelist. You can be a judge. You can even be a pantomime dame that works all year round. My parents are so proud. But sometimes people will tell you that you can't be what you want to be. And do you know what I'm going to tell you? If you can dream it, you can be it, just like Valentina Tereshkova. Now, Valentina was born on the 6th of March, 1937, in Russia. And she was the daughter of a tractor driver and a cotton mill worker. But Valentina had no intention of working on the land. And Valentina had no intention of working on the sea. There was only one place that Valentina wanted to work in the whole world. In the whole universe, in fact. Valentina wanted to work in space. But how was she going to make that happen? Everyone said that she should follow in the footsteps of her parents and work on a tractor like her father or work in a factory like her mother. And everyone said that she was too poor to become anything extraordinary. And everyone told her that girls couldn't go into space. But Valentina decided that she was going to prove them wrong. Even though she only started school at ten years old, she made sure that she stayed for as many years as she could so that she would have all the knowledge she needed to go into space. And when she was old enough, she joined a club for people who liked to skydive. Now, for those of you that aren't sure what that is, that's when a plane takes you really, really high up in the sky 
and then you just jump. You just jump out. Hashtag crazy. Well, Valentina loved sky jumping, and she tried hard and hard and did her first jump in 1959 when she was 22. Well, she loved it so much that she jumped again and again and again until someone suggested that she should do it in competitions, which she did, and she was very good. In fact, she became so good that somebody from the Russian space program decided that Valentina should probably start to train to become an astronaut. So in 1963, that is exactly what happened. Training to be an astronaut is long and complicated, but Valentina was very focused. First of all, she learned about all the technology on the spacecraft, and she had to learn to scuba dive. Then she had to learn how to drive all sorts of space vehicles, she had to experience weightlessness. And finally, she had to learn the languages of other countries that had space programs. Oh, now I tell you what, do you know any other languages? Well, how about this? Let's try hello in a few, shall we? Uh, let's see, in French, bonjour. In Japanese, konnichiwa. In American, howdy. And in Canadian, Welcome to my house. Please come in. We're best friends now. I can say that, you see, because I have actually got Canadian family. And that's exactly what they're like. So she trained very hard. And on the 16th of June, 1963, it was decided that Valentina was ready to go into space. That morning, she got into her spacesuit. She got on the bus to the airfield. And when she got out... She did something that every astronaut had done before her. She had a wee on the tyre of the bus for good luck. And then she got into her spacecraft, Vostok 6. Now, I've never heard of Vostoks 1, 2, 3, 4 or 5, and it's probably best not to think about why, but Valentina did her safety checks. She belted herself in, and she counted down. Five. Four. Three, two, one, blast off! And she shot into space. All of a sudden, Valentina Tereshkova was the first woman in space. All of those dreams she'd had when she was your age had come true. You see, dreams do come true. And your dreams will come true too. <gasps> And it was better than she could ever have imagined. Valentina radioed down to Russia. It is I, Seagull. Everything is fine. I see the horizon. It's a sky blue with a dark strip. How beautiful the earth is. Everything is going well. I thought it best not to try my Russian accent. Valentina spent two days, 22 hours, and 50 minutes in space. And she went around the Earth 48 times. And she was only 26 years old. And Valentina remains the youngest and the only woman to go into space by herself. When she landed, she went on to do other extraordinary things. 
she spoke out against war. She became an important politician, and she inspired many thousands of people to believe that they could be anything they dreamed of. Now, she was born in 1937, and at this moment, as I am recording this podcast, it is 2019, so who can work out how old Valentina Tereshkova is at this moment? I'll give you a little moment to think it through, do some maths. All you need to do is subtract 1,937 from 2019. It shouldn't be too difficult. That's right. She's 82 years old. And do you know what she wants to do next? She wants to go to Mars. Even though she's 82 years old, Valentina Tereshkova wants to be the first person ever to go to Mars. And do you know what that made me realise? Never stop being you. Never stop dreaming. And you will always be able to reach for the stars. And not just even in an S Club 7 kind of way. <laughs> Although, who doesn't love the S Club 7 kind of way? Well, I hope you enjoyed that story, and I do think that Valentina Tereshkova must be a pretty remarkable woman. And if you look her up on Wikipedia, she's also quite a fierce-looking woman. She looks incredibly determined, you know, in that particularly Russian way, which is most admirable. Now, it's time for me to recommend my book of the week. Now, tying in with the Space 50th Anniversary theme... My book of the week is Leica, the Astronaut by Owen Davy. Now, I have to warn you here that I did start reading this book in the space-themed storytime sessions, but it became very quickly apparent that if you like animals and you're of a slightly emotional disposition, then this story will bring you to tears because it is a true story. The story is about a dog called Leica that in 1957 was sent up into space by the Russian space program. I'm not quite sure of the reasons for sending a dog up there. I'm sure it was just to see if somebody could survive in space. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It doesn't have a happy ending. But the book has an incredibly positive ending and a very beautiful ending. And I think for anyone who's trying to find their way in the world, trying to work out who they are, they will definitely understand the ending and the journey that Leica goes through. It's got lovely illustrations, it's very simply written, and it's a very emotive story. So that's Leica the Astronaut by Owen Davy. I highly recommend that you go and search for it in your local libraries or your local bookstore. And also I have to tell you that when I'm not being quite so fabulous, because I do need you to understand I am being fabulous all the time, I work at a place called the Unicorn Theatre, 
which is in London and it's a theatre specifically for children and we put on lots and lots and lots of wonderful shows there and a few years ago we had a dramatisation of the book Laika by Owen Davy and it was such a beautiful, incredible production. What I really liked about it is when I'd sit there and watch it with the audience you should always hear by the end just a few of the parents having a little a little cry to themselves and it's so exciting that a story for children can have that effect on an adult audience and it's oh it's beautiful I hope you can find it and also before I go I think this might tie in with book of the week but this is truly for the adults because it's a 15 film I went to see a film the other day called Judy and Punch which is sort of a Punch and Judy OG origin story and it's rather fantastic and I got very excited about it because actually it's the story about people fighting to be taken seriously and to be understood and to be recognised. It's about the oppressed fighting for their rights and it got me so revved up and so excited and there's a beautiful scene at the end where the town that Judy and Punch are living in discover they can only function as a perfect society by welcoming everyone into their community and working together. It is amazing. If you are older than 15, I would highly recommend that you go and see it. It's very funny. It's a little bit weird and a bit surreal and it can be quite brutal at times, but it's a wonderful film. And also in the credits, there's a brilliant song that starts them off and the lyrics are something like, we're all great and that what's that's what that's what's that's what makes the world wonderful now those aren't the lyrics but the song is wonderful and i'm desperate to find out what it is but i can't find any further information about it i looked on the film's imdb page i've even messaged the film's facebook page that's how serious i am to find things for you to enjoy i think the next step is probably that i message my friend who's Australian and likes films. Because this film is also Australian, so I assume he'll just know the answer to things. But the problem is, is I, I only really message Trent when I have film-related questions, and I imagine one day he'd just like me to message him and say, hello, how are you? Because it's nice to message your friends and just find out how they are. So, essentially, my book of the week is definitely Like of the Astronaut, by Owen Davy. The takeaway from that is also, if you're an adult, you should go away and enjoy Judy and Punch, which is a beautiful Australian film. And then finally, message your friends. See how they are. Just say hello. Everyone likes it when you say hello. Or konnichiwa. Or bonjour. Or hello. Welcome to my house. Please come in. We're best friends now, if you're Canadian. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Storytime with Memma G. I hope you've had a blast off, because I certainly have. And I can't believe that it's December soon, which means it's almost Christmas, which means that I only have two more public appearances to make. One of them is with parent folk this weekend, November the 30th at Camp and Furnace in Liverpool for their big ho-ho-ho weekender. And then I shall be at the Woolwich Centre Library on the 10th of December doing a special Christmas-themed story time. And of course, there will be somebody very much like me appearing at the Woodville Theatre in Gravesend in Beauty and the Beast as Dame Darcy Derriere. So please... Come down to Gravesend and say hello. 
And of course, if you're thinking about Christmas presents, then do go to my website, petitepantos.com, where you can find lots of Mamaji goodies for all your Mamaji fans in the family to enjoy. Now, before I go, I'm not going to sign off with my uh, theme song. I'm going to sign off with my brand new version, a recording, if you will, of If You're Happy and You Know It. If you follow me on Facebook or YouTube, then you will have seen that uh, last week I released a video to this song with some of my panto pals, and it's been going down really well, and I sing it at the end of my story times and my live show as well. Uh, so this is about how being a panto dame makes me really, 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 really happy. And I hope you enjoy it. Don't forget, if you'd like to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you can search for at Stories. Uh, also, the same on YouTube. You can subscribe on YouTube. And I'd love to hear from you. So send me your reviews, comments, book recommendations, queries, questions, quandaries. I was trying to think of other QU words, but I couldn't think of any then. Corn. I like corn. Uh, or you can email me at info at petitepantos.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. I'll see you all soon. Bye. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, and you really want to show it, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're tired of wearing hats, then wear a wig. If you're tired of wearing hats, then wear a wig. If you're tired of wearing hats, I can help you out with that. If you're tired of wearing hats, then wear a wig. If sequins are your style, then shimmy and shake. If sequins are your style, then shimmy and shake. If sequins are your style, and they really make you smile. If sequins are your style, then shimmy and shake. If you're good at telling jokes, then have a laugh. If you're good at telling jokes, then have a laugh. If you're good at telling jokes, better than the other folks. If you're good at telling jokes, then have a laugh. If you're feeling fabulous, then shout, I am. I am. If you're feeling fabulous, then shout, I am. I am. If you're feeling fabulous, just like the rest of us. If you're feeling fabulous, then shout, I am. I am.